Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 33. Well, hey everyone. How are we this week? Let me tell you something. This Malawian woman is suffering in y'all call. It's freezing. I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode and sent their comments. You have been amazing and I will be sure to pass your comments and praises on to Sister Shakina because I know she will appreciate hearing from you. Now, it's off the back of last week's episode that I walk you into this week's episode. And after last week's episode, this week's episode is probably one of the most important podcast episodes you're ever going to listen to. Some of the comments I received were really positive, but really quite self-deprecating. And what I mean by that is that there were some people who said that whilst they admired what Sister Shakina Chinadu was able to achieve, they could never see themselves achieving what she had achieved. And whilst I hear that, I completely disagree. In my view, anyone can achieve what Shakina has achieved. But you have to first believe that you can do this. And then you have to believe that you are worthy of achieving this kind of positivity in your lives. But I also know that there is a block for lots of people and it's those blocks that I want to talk about this week. I want to out those self-limiting beliefs and chase them out of your life. But to do that, I have to take you through the causes of those beliefs so that you understand why you limit yourself into putting up with a life situation that you would barely rate a five for your level of happiness. What you need to know is that dreaming about changing your life is very easy. You can sit and watch a TV show or look at some pictures And you can dream about returning to a place where you were happy and where you wanted to stay and never return. But after dreaming, you then have to deal with the doubt that creeps in when you have to go to that job in the morning. You have real doubt about whether you can ever get the changes you're looking for. But what you might not know is that our brains are hardwired to produce that doubt. So I don't want you to be surprised about this or to beat yourself up about this. Instead, I want you to follow what I am saying so that you can start the process of beginning to rewire your own thinking. Because once you do that, you get yourself to a place where you inspire yourself to be the change you want to see. Now, as a therapist, part of my early training was in studying how our brain works. And what I know is that our brains have what are called neural networks. 
And these neural networks carve pathways to and from our brains. And we then fill those pathways with predictable subconscious responses that have been endorsed by self-limiting stories we have heard or we have told ourselves or stories we have learned about ourselves. What do I mean? What you might not know is that our conscious mind is the boss of everything we do. Our conscious mind is the part of our mind that runs things. It's the driver of our decision making and is the mind that sits on top of everything. However, it is our subconscious mind, the part of our mind that sits at the bottom of everything, that is the fuel and feeder of ideas of what we do and who we think we are and what we think we can achieve. And that's because it is our subconscious mind that has the job of programming our drive. And our drive is our real thinking and our real direction. It's a bit like saying that our conscious mind wears the clothes, but our subconscious mind chooses the outfit that we are going to wear. The job of your subconscious mind is to make sure you respond exactly the way you have been programmed to respond or the way you have programmed yourself to respond. And in doing so, the job of your subconscious mind is to make sure that every internalised negative belief you hear or have heard about yourself will play a role of ensuring that you tell yourself that you cannot achieve your heart's desires. Are you aware that you are doing this? No. But is it impacting on you stepping outside of your comfort zone? Yes. As people of African descent, just think about all of the self-limiting things we've heard about ourselves or things we've grown up to believe about ourselves. For example, that black people can only do certain types of jobs well, like cleaning or security guarding or working in care homes. Or worse still, that black people are happy and grateful to have these jobs because it's better than having no job at all. Or how about the belief that black people can only rise to certain levels in organisations and businesses, but we would stand a much better chance of making it if we stick to our strengths and look for careers in areas like sport, dancing or black hair. Because after all, black people are naturally gifted in these areas, aren't we? Add to this the fact that most black children in the West grow up either overhearing their parents talk in self-limiting ways, saying things like, the way the boss is treating me is not fair, but I have to put up with it because jobs are hard to find and money doesn't grow on trees. Or children actually sitting in on discussions with their parents and key adults in their families where they overhear self-limiting beliefs prioritised as truth. Things like, you need to keep your head down and go to school so you can get a good job. 
or if the job is not harming you, why are you looking to change it? You just don't know what's out there, but you want to change the job. You don't know what's good for you. Just in these two examples alone, I can see why black workers are some of the most loyal workers of any workforce anywhere in the world. And it's not because we have a natural love to stay in the most poorly paying and unfulfilled jobs, but rather it's because some of the historical and current self-limiting stories we hear about ourselves, both within ourselves and outside our families, act to program black workers into loyalty and program black workers into remaining in jobs that just pay the bills. When we are raised around these self-limiting beliefs, we don't realise that we are internalising negative things we see and hear about ourselves. And after internalising these self-limitations, we emotionally spread the doubt about what we can achieve like butter all over our conscious flat foreheads. And this is why we walk towards our own limited life and self-doubt every day. Those feelings of failure and self-doubt also follow you into your job and your life plan. And when you constantly hear the story about our low financial worth, about our low hourly rate and how others are entitled to value our time and effort at just above minimum wage and that there is nothing we can do about it because we don't own anything, this is why you then start to believe these self-limiting lies about yourself and why you then act out the limitations as if it were your truth. How do you know you're doing this? You'll hear yourself say it all the time. Oh, you're better at this stuff than me. Or... Nothing I try ever works and that's why I wish you could do it for me. Or, I can't make good decisions. Or, the job is okay enough. Why do I want to go and upset everything and give myself more work to do? When your subconscious mind is sending you these programmed messages to your conscious mind... The effect of this is that you don't look at what else could be out there for you. The fear or uncertainty about changing things takes over and you end up talking yourself out of taking the plunge because your self-limiting program will tell you that change might mash up your life. But what you don't realise is that you are working to a programme of self-limiting beliefs and you don't realise that those beliefs are designed to keep you within your comfort zone, even if that comfort zone is killing you. This is why, even though you have these big dreams and these big goals, you get nowhere because underneath your big dreams and big goals, you have these self-limiting beliefs and these self-imposed stop signs. And both of these things prevent you from moving forward. Now, you didn't create all of these beliefs and stop signs. And some of these beliefs and stop signs are what you took on as stories about yourself when you were a child. 
You then grew up with those stories and then your brain used those stories to program your subconscious mind into automatically applying self-limitations. Remember when I said that it's the conscious mind that wears the clothes, but it's the subconscious mind that chooses the outfit. What I'm talking about here is why, for example, you only wear the colour black. Everything in your wardrobe is black. You don't know why, you just wear it. And that's the point that I'm making, that unless you unpick some of these self-imposed stop signs, in this case, a stop sign that's telling you that you're not going to look good in any other colour, unless you unpick that, then you will continue to have these self-imposed stop signs which get in the way of you achieving your joy. Now, don't get me wrong here. Sometimes self-limitations are good. You know the ones, the ones where you hear yourself or tell yourself out loud that you know your limitations and therefore you are not going to skydive off the tallest building in London for fun. Or the other limitation where if you're in a haunted house, like those stupid people in the film, when the house says you need to leave, you know you're not walking back into that house. You, you're leaving and you don't understand why those stupid people in the film cannot hear. Now, these types of self-limitations are having a positive impact on your life and they make you feel strong in your decision making and they make you feel powerful and they make you feel in control. So these types of limitations are good because they are helpful. But I'm not talking about these types of self-limitations. I'm talking about the self-limitations that kick in when you think about leaving your job or starting a business and you tell yourself it will never work or that you're not good enough or that your idea is not good enough or that nobody will want what you're selling. So you might as well stay where you are. That type of self-limitation kicks in because it does its job of programming you to resist change and take your mind back to a place where it feels safe. But this is a bad self-limitation because when you think about taking risks, your mind makes you feel unsafe. So you self-sabotage or self-limit away from making any change, which then makes you exhale. Call yourself stupid for ever thinking that you could achieve what Shekinah has achieved. And then you go back to the safety of a life or a job that you barely score a five in terms of how happy or how satisfied you are. But hey, good news. You're not stuck with self-limiting programming for the rest of your life. You can remove self-limiting beliefs and build a success pathway to where you want to be. And then you can become the creator of your own positive thinking. One of the key ways to do this is to change the self-limiting programming by thinking like the person that's already achieved. By thinking of yourself in that position of success, having achieved the change you want to see. You see this in practice when you listen to the interview that I did with Shakina. 
Remember she said that once she told herself that she was leaving the UK, she began to think like she had already left. She did things like only buying summer clothes and only buying furniture and appliances for her home in the Gambia. What Shakina didn't do was focus on the blocks in her mind that might have said to her, girl, what do you think you're doing? You're going to Africa. You don't even know what Africa's like. Better you just stay here in the UK and continue to go to Africa for holidays. Those kinds of self-limiting stories might have helped Shakina to talk herself out of moving to the Gambia. So she reprogrammed her thinking and Shakina channeled her thoughts as if she were already there. And like all success stories that come from people doing the work, what they all have in common is that once you change the self-limiting stories and shift your thinking, you begin to shift your brain into realigning itself to stories and thinking about your success, whatever success looks like or means to you. The pathways to these successes are there inside you. But because you don't have the stories or the pathways to get you there, you don't hear those positive thoughts when you're challenging yourself to take those major steps and change your life. This is the reason why athletes will tell you that one of the most important people on their staff team is the sports psychologist. Because most athletes know that without help to change negative self-limiting stories about never being able to win, they will believe those stories. And even if they are winning in a match, as soon as things start going wrong, they won't fight to win because they will be thinking that they should lose because they are not good enough to win. You see how our minds can work against us? The answer to all of this is to focus on changing your mindset towards developing a winning mentality. And you can do this by layering a success pathway. What I mean by this is that you can make sure you have a number of things in your toolkit that help you to reprogram your thoughts so you think positively and do positive things that are helping you to make the change you want to see. One example of a positive thing is listening to this podcast. I would say that, wouldn't I? But it's true. Listening to this podcast and similar podcasts help you to tell the story you want to hear about yourself and help you to get yourself to a successful place. You can also learn new skills or go and see an uplifting movie, or take that course. All of these things will give you new tools that you need to walk right into the front door of your dreams and start to tear down the walls of your old house. You can also surround yourself with people who add values to the stories you want to tell yourself. This is what I meant by making sure you're not always the smartest person in the room. If you're in a room with people who know less than you, 
Whilst these may be nice people who don't want you to leave your job or leave the UK or leave America, all of your discussions in this room will serve only to limit your thinking and encourage you to stay in the safe zone. Contrast this with being in a room where you are the least knowledgeable person there. And all you will hear are stories about how to reach your greatness. And that's where you want to be. You can teach yourself that it's better to try and fail than to fail to try. There are valuable lessons you can learn from failure to get things right first time. Change is a lot of work, but when you are happy to try, you don't have any self-limiting beliefs that tell you that people won't want your thing or that people won't want to give you their money or that people won't be interested in what you are selling. People will give you their money if you help them to solve a problem they have. You just have to believe it. And in believing it, you have to rework your thinking into believing that your way of solving people's problems is worthy enough to be given a try. This is what getting rid of self-limiting beliefs looks like. Having an open gateway to your brain lets you build a pathway to abundance to help you get past those self-limiting beliefs you learned or you were taught. It's time to uncover your limiting life and your limiting money stories and remove them. We're going to rewrite them. When you start to do this work, you learn skills. You won't get the rewriting of your self-limiting beliefs right the first time. But something will always stick. And when those doubts and stop signals come around again... What you will have is a memory of what stuck the first time you cleared them. And you'll have tools to get rid of them or at least scooch them out of the way so they don't stop you from moving forward. I find this in therapy sessions I have with clients. So many people contact me and tell me that when they feel emotional pain creeping back into their lives or they hear it in other people, they remember the positive stories we shared and they smile and then they move the limiting belief out of the way and keep it moving. So where would you start? Why not think about starting in a safe place? For the longest while, I've been talking about my Seven Passions Masterclass, which is a very gentle masterclass where you learn all about the passions you can use to start to make new money to put towards the life you dream about. If this sounds like a safe start for you, then just click the button and register. You'll find the link to the masterclass at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And also, If you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the podcast, why not think about leaving me a review? I would love to hear what you think. 
You can follow the iTunes link at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And if you click that iTunes link, it will take you to a page where you can leave a comment on iTunes. You don't have to be an Apple user to do that. Remember, the aim of reprogramming your mind is to get past those blocks that get in the way of us being able to fly. Now is your time to fly. So put those wings on and get to it. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and for this week, I'm out. Mm -hmm.